Welcome to Beautiful Banter, the podcast where we discuss mental health, mental illness, and mental health recovery. I am your host, Andrean Kennedy. Remember, you can live your best life despite a diagnosis. Hello, this is Andrean from Beautiful Brain Collective, and thank you for joining me for another episode of Beautiful Banter. Today, I want to talk about mental health recovery as a lifestyle. Now, I know that that may be um, shocking to some people, or it may even raise a couple of questions, but I have found through my own experience and also with talking to other people who deal with mental illness on a daily basis that to properly manage their illness, their chronic illness, because mental illness is a chronic illness, it requires a lifestyle change. And these, and this is exactly what I did when I made the decision that I wanted to be serious about taking care of myself and taking care of my mental health, I made my mental health recovery a lifestyle, not just, you know, take a pill one day and, you know, go to the doctor, the the psychiatrist and, you know, kind of on a whim, I decided to be really strategic and really and really thoughtful about how I was going to take care of myself and take care of my mental mental illness. So what I thought mental health recovery was before was just like I mentioned. I actually didn't really think that there was a such thing as recovery. I've always heard about people who, you know, had become addicted to drugs or people who were um, alcoholics being in recovery, but I never thought about a person with a mental health disorder being in recovery. Um, I can't even recall where the term came from, where I heard the term, because this isn't a term that, you know, I've concocted. This is actually a thing. And I'm just trying, I can't really recall where it came from. But, you know, I was really into the idea and I was really attracted to it. So what I thought mental health recovery was before was just a person who, you know, kind of, you know, didn't, they went to, you know, see their doctor and they took pills and, you know, they didn't drink or whatever. And that was it. That was really what my picture of mental health recovery was. But again, I was uneducated. I did not know anything about mental health and mental illness. So that seems about right, considering the fact that I had no previous knowledge, I had no previous information. But um what mental health recovery to me means a complete lifestyle overhaul and i'm going to go over some of the five things that i personally did um in terms of creating a recovery lifestyle so i'll just list them here for you and then i'll get into each one so the first thing is a mental health care team. The second is exercise and nutrition. The third thing is 
removing, reassessing and removing negative factors that are in your circle, that's in your life. Um, the next one would be injecting some fun into your routine, into your life. And then the last one was self-development. So those are the things that I really thought were important in creating a lifestyle that was conducive to mental health recovery. So let me just talk about the mental health care team. I think a mental health care team is so very important when you are trying to establish a sense of normalcy and when you really are working towards recovery as a lifestyle. I have been through so many therapists in my time of going to therapy that it was It can be daunting, it can be exhausting, and actually, if I'm all the way honest with you, it can feel like you're dating. You have to talk to the potential therapist to get a sense of what their personality is like, what their experience is, and if they're actually going to be a good fit for you. And that wasn't something that I knew, you know, moving before, when I, before I decided before I got diagnosed, before any of that, I just thought that, you know, oh, this person is a therapist. They take my insurance. I'll go and see them. But what I did not recognize was that these therapists are people. They have personalities just like us. And some of them can relate to me. And then some of them won't. So that was one of the things that I learned along the way. Having a really great mental health care team is so very important. Um, having a psychiatrist that's on the same page with you, that's also very important. I remember, um, about two years ago, my then psychiatrist was no longer going to be accepting the insurance that I was, I was, that I had. And it was so devastating because I had gotten along with her great and her schedule, you know, matched mine. So I was able to have late appointments in in, during the week. And then if I needed to have an appointment on Saturday, she was able to accommodate me. So, I mean, those are some of the things that you don't even realize how important they are until. So the second thing that I infused into my mental health recovery um, lifestyle was exercise and nutrition. Um, And, you know, every day is a struggle because I was a person who would justify eating certain things because I deserve it. So once I realized that that wasn't going to cut it, I actually had to make some choices, some better choices in terms of exercise and nutrition. Now, I'm not a person who enjoys exercise. I actually really don't like it at all, but I know it's really important and it is really helpful, especially for anxiety and just for a bevy of reasons. Exercise is important for your physical health, but it's also important for your mental health. And that's something I still, you know, work on every day. I struggle with every day, but it was one of the things, one of the areas that I wanted to make a conscious effort to make a change in. In terms of the nutrition, 
I was a person who would just eat whatever I wanted to. Um, but I started to notice that the quality of food I was giving myself wasn't feeding my brain and wasn't helping me. So I just I decided to start eating better foods, more vegetables and, you know, things like that. And, you know, that really did help me. And like I said, it is a continuous struggle, but it has gotten better. And I've noticed that there are positive outcomes once I started changing my diet and once I started incorporating incorporating exercise and also under this exercise and nutrition umbrella, I also want to point out that getting enough sleep is also so beneficial. Um, getting sleep, getting sleep, getting sleep, getting sleep will help you tremendously. And I am a witness to that. When I sleep for, when I, when I make it a point to go to bed at a reasonable time and I wake up, you know, in the morning when I'm supposed to for work, I feel so much better. I feel so much better when I do that. So getting proper rest, getting proper nutrition, and getting proper exercise are key to being successful in your mental health recovery journey. So the next thing that I want to talk about, and I don't know if a lot of people even think about this, but Removing negative energy, negative factors, negative people, assessing your circle helps so much when you are going through your mental health journey, mental health recovery journey. I had to take a look at all of the things and the people that did not make me feel good and who brought a negative energy to me. And I had to reassess those relationships and decide how I wanted to move forward with those relationships, whether it was cut them off or distance myself. But I knew that I had to protect my peace of mind. I had to make sure that my brain wasn't being overloaded with things that were completely unnecessary. And negative energy and drama and things like that don't have a place for me in terms of maintaining stability and maintaining a level of recovery that I'm comfortable with. So that's one of the things that I always talk about is to take a look at your circle, take a look at who's around you. And if they're not being supportive and caring and they're not being positive in your recovery journey, it's probably time to assess those and and make and make choices on what you want to do with those relationships. I'm not saying, you know, to disown people. I'm not saying that, but what I am saying is um it is very necessary to interact with those people and those relationships in a different way, in a way that will be positive for you and will keep you in the best frame of mind. (music) 
So what are the things that you like to do? What are the things that bring you joy? Do you like to read books? Do you like to write? Do you like to cook? Do you like to garden? What are some of the things that bring you absolute joy? And you could do them without being paid. Um, I'm talking about injecting some fun and hobbies into your routine. When we become adults, you know, life gets a hold of us, life takes over, and sometimes we forget to indulge in the things that we absolutely love doing. Um, I am, I am, I was guilty of that as well. And what I started to notice as I went through my therapy and all of that stuff was that I needed to get back to some of the things that I really enjoyed doing. These things included, you know, writing, um, actually blog. I'm a guest blogger for the International Bipolar Foundation. I write my own blog, Beautiful Brain Collective. So writing and reading and going to museums and flowers. I really enjoy flowers. These are all things that I really enjoy doing. So it also, it served two purposes. The first purpose it served to me, for me was it gave my brain exercise. It, it made me think. It was allowing my brain to do what it it needed to do. That was the first thing that it did. But also, it allowed me to find some joy in the mon not even the mundane, but it allowed me to find joy in some of the everyday things that I had previously enjoyed and kind of let go of when life started to take over. So my recommendation would be to think about the things that you enjoy doing and include those into your schedule. It doesn't have to be a daily thing, but if you can do something every day that you enjoy that makes you happy, do it. By all means, go ahead and do it. If you like to read, go get a book that you can read a couple pages from every night. It's just really creating a life that you enjoy. And hobbies are a great way to make your life feel a little more fulfilling outside of work, outside of kids, feel fulfilling for you personally. Take out all the other people and all the other factors. What are the things that you enjoy to do? So I would definitely encourage you to think about the things that you enjoy and really try to incorporate them into your everyday routine. So the last part of um, the things that I incorporated into my mental health recovery journey was self-development. I was a big self-development junkie before, and I started to find that once I was going to therapy and talking about, you know, my likes, my dislikes, and um, the things that brought me joy, self-development was really big for me. I think that you have to you when when you go through your journey, you begin to you begin to start to appreciate yourself more. So reading affirmations, reading books about positive things, those things really helped me and they also really helped me gain the self-confidence that I needed to be 
able to be transparent and to be open about my mental health, um, con- my mental health issues, so that I could go ahead and help other people. Um, that was something that was really important for me to do, and it was something that I really enjoyed doing. So, you know, self development is always a good thing, whether you have a mental illness or or you don't. You can always find ways to do better and make yourself better and just better yourself for yourself. And then, you know, it trickles down to your spouse, your partner and your family. You want to be the best person that you can be. And these, you know, self-development tips and tricks and books and all of that stuff that I read really helped me so much. So... That wraps it up for, you know, the five things that I included into my mental health recovery journey that those are the things that allowed me to create a lifestyle of recovery. I live a lifestyle of recovery and I just wanted to share with you a couple of my you know, a couple of things that I do, but you know, it's not a one size fits all formula. Everyone is different. So of course, you know, what, what I do is going to be different from what the next person does, but I definitely wanted to share that with you. And again, let you know that recovery is possible. It will take some work, but it is possible. So remember that, remember that, remember that. And, um, I will be back next week with another episode. So enjoy your week and I'll speak to you soon. Thank you so much for joining me on this episode of Beautiful Banter. I will see you again next week. For more on my mental health recovery journey, please visit my blog, Beautiful Brain Collective. You can visit the website at bit.ly, that's B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash Beautiful Brain Collective. Take care until next time.